Hello, Bagelites, Kool-Aidians. Welcome to another episode of Bagels and Kool-Aid. Um, hopefully it will be a more upbeat episode than the last. I think I'm done crying for the time being. Uh, again, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, one of my heroes. Uh, all right, let's get off of that because I'm about to start crying again. Anyway, you know the routine, uh, sitting in traffic. Lighting a fireplace or at the pool. It's Atlanta, so I don't know what weather you're in right now. Currently have my heat on, but then I'll probably have my air on tomorrow. Uh, global warming is a thing. That's neither here nor there. Uh, thanks for listening. As usual, I'll have uh, local business owners listed in the podcast descriptions on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all your other streaming platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And with no further ado... I give to you bagels and Kool-Aid. I know the last line didn't didn't rhyme, but I couldn't I couldn't do it. Anyway, Lego. In action. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we are. I gotta tell you, this coffee is really good. It could be because I just woke up. Huh? You just woke up? Yeah, I, I was waking up periodically through the night. That's not I don't, more normal. No, it isn't. But I just went with it. Wait, wait, wait. You were waking up on purpose? No, I was just getting up. Then I'll get up and listen to something, then doze back off and get right back up and go clean something. I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't lay down. What? Wait. So like when did you go to bed last night? Um, my usual one or two. And then you slept for a couple hours, woke up, couldn't sleep, so you got up and did some stuff? Yep. Then lay back down and repeated the action. Well, that stinks. No, I, I'm. I feel pretty good, actually. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you know, my sleeping patterns are not normal. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, speaking of coffee, uh, one of our listeners, also someone you worked with, a girl named Morgan, she wanted me to uh, tell everybody to go to her Instagram page, which is Love at First Sip. That's one word. That's for out of towners who don't want to go to Starbucks every day and be basic. She has like a million coffee places in Atlanta and I'm, we're from here and we should know. And I don't. So well, it helps. So she does it because she likes coffee, right? And then she goes and explores the different coffee shops available. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's pretty cool, I guess for out of towners <laughs> and coffee lovers. It's pretty cool. So there it is. There's a shout out. I started following her, but I kind of forgot that it was Morgan and a love at first sip post came up and I was like, who is that? And I had to do some serious investigating to remember, oh yeah, Morgan, Morgan's into the coffee. She is. She is. Good for her. Good for her. I didn't know Morgan asked you to do a shout out. I'm glad she listens. As am I. So, favor for favor, I presume. And her web- website, her Instagram pages. It's pretty good. Oh, good. All right. How are you, Will? Long time. Um, I'm alert, and, and I'm up now. <laughs> Got to clean up some more, but other than that, I'm good. That's great. Yeah. So, Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> You want to jump right in? That's the biggest story this week. Um, Thankfully. Which part of it? Uh, Well, the whole state of the union is kind of pointless to even go through. There's just lie, 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 lie. Promise lie, lie. So this is spoken. Yeah. You didn't watch it? No. No, I didn't. Um, maybe five minutes here or there. But it, it sounds like all the rest of his speeches, so I kind of tuned out. But I did catch the ending. <laughs> Which is when he said what? Oh, not what he said. It's what Miss Pelosi did. Oh, what did she do? 
Oh, you didn't see it. Well, initially she reached her hand out to shake her hand. And I can't really blame him. It's like, bitch, you're getting me impeached. I'm not shaking your hand. So he didn't, he didn't shake her hand. And then she had his speech, I guess a transcript of it. And on camera, she ripped it like four times. Oh, <laughs> is that why that happened? I knew that she ripped yeah. the speech. Oh, she she made sure to be in camera. It was so funny and so petty. Oh, I need to go back and watch that. Oh, man. The first rip was the biggest one. And then she did it two more times on her way down the stairs. And I was just like, these are children that are running this country. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't look away. <laughs> um, well, then they went, they all went to like a brunch or something. I think it was the next day. Did you hear about this? It was like no. the brunch, something for the prayer. And it's, oh God, I should have looked this up so I sound smarter than I am. Um, I want to say- We're not was, CNN, you know what I mean? We're doing so, our best. <laughs> I think it was like breakfast for the prayer or something like that. Um, national prayer breakfast. And mm. apparently that's when- Trump like just went off on everyone and was like super super okay so the theme of it was love thy enemy you know from <laughs> that's like wow. OG Bible right there I mean even the Jews know that one okay. um, and so the whole that was the whole point of it and then Trump gets up and gives a speech where he's talking about how the Democrats are disgusting and, you know, the worst people. I, he said, like, really horrible things. Um, <laughs> I think he went off script, basically. Wow. Yeah, I want to watch that. Let me tell you something. I don't really respect him as a human being, but his candor and the lack of filter, no matter what position he has in the world, for him to still be that petty and say what he's thinking. I mean, there's, you gotta, I don't want to say commend because he's not worth that, but it is admirable for him to be that petty and that honest. Like he, he, he shows his hatred. He could have easily just smiled and shook hands, but no, not Donald J. <laughs> he, was, yeah. he ruined brunch. Like he ruined everybody's brunch with hatred. My biggest issue with Trump, honestly, is that he tells lies like they're the truth. And it just reminds me, it like makes me feel like we're going back in time to like World War II, where people just made things up about Jewish people and everyone started believing it. And it, it feels like the same way, where he just says stuff that's not true. And a lot of it's like hateful. I'm yeah, just that people are just going to jump on that boat. They already have. Yeah. That's the the basis of America, though. Like nobody reads, so if you just keep repeating something over and over again, then it'll become the truth. I think Malcolm X said that if you say something enough, it'll become the truth to people if they I don't read. Queen, I am queen. I am queen. I'm just going to keep it up. <laughs> My whole life. By the time keep I'm eighty. You'll finally, you'll be a queen. Well, there may be a position to open up since the whole royal family is going to shit. So you could be. Yeah. You never, <laughs> never give up. Never give up. You oh, I brought up Malcolm X. I brought up Malcolm X. And I was just thinking, because it is February. And you tell me if I'm crazy. Because a couple of uh, friends that look like me think I am. But I think we should get rid of Black History Month. What? Why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Every February, we learn about the same five or six black people, and then we never hear about them again. My theory is if we get rid of Black History Month, then they'll just become a part of American history. Mm. And we won't have to focus on the same five black people every February. It'll be American history as it should be. Because they feel like if they talk about MLK, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, you talk about them in February, and then you never hear about them again in school. Wait, you just who, make them, a, huh? Who, who is they? 
like in school or yeah in school like the curriculum growing up like i would only hear about black people in february and then the rest of the year would be benjamin franklin thomas jefferson george washington Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like they should be a part of american history and stop isolating it to 28 days that you know nobody really thinks about so i think we should get rid of it this may be a stupid question but why is february black history month um, initially, I think it was because it was the birthday of uh, two important people in black history, according to scholars. I think okay. it was Abraham, Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they just made it February. Which I <laughs> so. like say Abraham Lincoln and I share a birthday, February 12th. Mm-hmm. And Frederick, Frederick Douglass's birthday is the 14th. Yep. So they just said, hey, make it February, so we don't have to talk about this shit anymore. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because it's the shortest month. Well, that kind of, that just worked out. <laughs> it just worked out to be that way. Hmm. But yeah, they should get rid of it. Because, you know, just just get rid of it. Just make so it a part of American history. When you say that, people disagree? Well, yeah, black people are like, oh, man, why would you say that? That's all we have, blah, blah, blah. And then when I explain why I want to get rid of it, then they're like, oh, okay, I understand. But mm-hmm. there's, there's there's still some like, mm, I don't know if he's one of us. <laughs> I'm just, and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. But you don't hear I mean, about us. I do kind of agree that I wonder if you didn't have a dedicated month, if it would be... I, I would hope that it would come up in schools and everything. But I don't know. You need time to recognize. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I see what you're saying. but Just intertwine it with everything else and stop. Don't make it isolated. It's like if you look like Miss America events or hell, even even the Grammys, which are still not fair. But back in the day, I remember when black artists never got nominated for Grammys and we had like Soul Train Awards and the Source Awards. And, and because we had those awards, the Grammys were like, all right, well, they got their own, so we don't have to include them. Mm-hmm. And they were never, we were never included. But once those awards kind of faded out, then the Grammys started paying more attention to black music. So we became like intertwined with music. And I feel like that'll happen with history too, because most teachers are like, well, they have a month. We don't have to talk about it in July. But if we didn't have a month, then you would have to talk about it for 12 months. Not not all 12 months. But you know what I mean. Just mix it in with everything else. Are there there um, awards, like movie awards for black um, actors and actresses and stuff like that, right? There's no black version of the Oscars. Um, NAACP, maybe BET Awards. Those may be the closest things. But they don't have that same prestige because black actors don't even show up. Because <laughs> well, I just heard that there's only one black person who's nominated for like a best actor or supportive actor this year. Yeah. The lady for uh, Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> Which... And then there's no female producers up in the run. I don't think there's any female nominated really black or white. There's no female directors at all yeah yeah ever wasn't there a female i think little women wasn't that a woman that directed that uh probably i don't know yeah there was a little outrage about that because she wasn't nominated also jayla wasn't nominated apparently Mm. was a big stub is that what people call it snub snub there we go there we go J-Lo for what? Oh, Hustlers. Hustlers, yeah. Yeah. Which brings yeah. me to the halftime show. What did you think? Um, I watched it on mute, and I loved it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like either one of their music, so, but I like looking at both of them. So I just watched it on mute. I don't really care what they were singing about. That's really funny. I, was, they, I mean, they can dance. They can still dance. And one's 43, the other one's 50, and they can still go. I couldn't believe Shakira's 43. 
I knew JLo was 15, but Shakira, I don't know, maybe because she's so little, she just looks so young. <laughs> then so She's so little. <laughs> I don't know. I was amazed that they were both as old as they are looking the way they do. Well, I didn't think, I forgot that Shakira used to be on TRL. <laughs> and then I had to think like, well, 43 sounds about right. Because TRL started playing in like the late 90s. So yeah, that yeah. might be right. Yeah. I really liked their show. I was surprised by the number of people I heard who were like, that was not appropriate for family TV. And what? you didn't hear that kind of rebut. Yeah. There were a lot of people who were by the show. I saw some some anger about the Puerto Rican flag, but mm -hmm. I didn't it's think it was that big. I also saw people writing on Instagram about how they couldn't believe that there was so much Spanish in the Super Bowl halftime and a main <laughs> event. I'm like, good Lord, those people just need to be squashed. They're in Miami. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of people who speak Spanish in the U.S. too, who are American citizens. Yeah, I I didn't even think about that part of it, probably because you know I'm not a racist, but I could care less what language it. I don't like their music, not because it's Spanish, just because I don't like it. But I didn't even think about that part of it. That's wild. Yeah, and inappropriate. Like they had all their clothes on. They weren't as nude as I was hoping they would be. I know. What's funny is like, yes, J Lo's costume was very. Like, you know, sexy in the way that it was diamonds only or um, rhinestones covering the private areas. But really, like, you weren't seeing any of her actual skin. None of it. And in past shows, I saw something about how last year um, Adam Levine was, like, topless and no one was complaining then. Yeah, I was just about to say, oh, he didn't have a shirt on the whole time. Right. <laughs> and it's only, it's only, like, these middle-aged women who... Uh, what I thought was one of our friends from work made a Facebook post about you're only jealous or you only dislike that show because you're jealous that you're not 50 and able to do what they can do, which I mm. agree with. And then someone posted about how it was um, basically it was disrespectful to the president or something. I was just like, what? What are people... Where are people's minds at? I don't get it. Maybe it's I... hating women, and that kills me. I'm like, stop. Stop taking down women. Maybe I turned off for a minute, but I didn't, I didn't see anything that would be disrespectful. No, I think it was the flag. That's the only thing I can think of. It was... It's a Puerto Rican flag. Puerto Rico is a U.S. It's, territory. <laughs> I know. Um, this country is so stupid. Someone was like, that just was not appropriate for family TV. And someone else wrote, guarantee your kids are looking at that stuff on YouTube, which I thought was a pretty <laughs> funny comeback. All of this is on the same post? Um, I don't know if it's all under the same post. There was a lot under that one post. I'm kind of pulling it up just to read it again because it was so funny. It was uncomfortable to watch. The pole dancing and crotch shots were totally unnecessary. Thankfully, the kids weren't watching. Okay, what? The pole dancing? Yeah, Jayla was showing <laughs> off. And then I heard a lot of people saying that. But they also didn't realize that she was just in a movie where she... I mean, she's showing off her skills. And she was great. She was amazing. Wow. I... Here. <laughs> I didn't see any of that. Not I mean, really I saw it, but I didn't can see do it. That. Okay, this doesn't even make sense. Not really mad that she can do that at age 50. Just think it was raunchy and a stab at our president. I was really expecting for them to put on a de decent show. Very disappointing. They put on an amazing show. It's been the like number one watched halftime ever. Well... <laughs> I can go back to a couple years when Lady Gaga didn't really have any clothes on either. Right. People are just always, I'm telling you, women pulling down women. Mm. That's what it is. That's all it is because I haven't heard a man complain yet. Yeah, what man would complain? 
None that I know of. Exactly. Not straight or gay. Uh, it was universally exactly. right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Going into that, what do you think? Do, have you been paying attention to the Iowa caucuses? The uh, are you talking about your boy's kiss? What? No. Budacek, he kissed his lover, her husband. Oh, and there that's was some, some anger about it. <laughs> what were you talking about? I'm just talking about the fact that he and Bernie are like head to head getting that nomination in Iowa. Oh, yeah. I found it interesting how how bad Joe Biden has, <laughs> how far he's fallen. <laughs> he was a shoo-in, and now he's not even talked about anymore. Yeah. it's He did really bad up there. Yeah, he, he I just think he's not, I mean, he's, he's not strong enough to do it. Like, he just isn't able to really... Um, you know, come out sounding all that great. You're like, no. Oh, oh, come on. This moment's too big. Boy, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete is doing it, which I told you he couldn't. Now, do I think he can beat Trump? Probably not. No. Do you think that the black community would vote for him? No. Mm. Do you think no. there's a way to change that? No. The one thing, one thing black people love is they love themselves and Jesus. And, um, and as old a thought as it is, being gay and loving God are two separate things in the black community. So I don't feel that way. Obviously, you know, I don't really deal with religion, but being realistic, no, he can't. No, black right. people I went around to churches and met people there and like prayed with people it wouldn't no no it wouldn't help there are a few things that are not accepted in the black community as far as god is concerned that's homosexuality and suicide those are the two things that are unforgivable in the black community as far as god is concerned hmm. so there, i don't I think, think there's why any that i mean i guess it's the same way in the white community for the super religious people they're not exactly, you know, bending over backwards for anyone who says they're gay. No, he, he's not going to win the South at all. Mm-hmm. However, I think him and Bernie should have a talk and link up. Mm, interesting. I really think, I think if Mayor Pete becomes a running mate to Bernie and then... The next election, he runs on his own once he normalizes, not normalizes, that's a bad word. Once he lets people know that being gay is not like the worst thing in the world and people get used to seeing him, mm-hmm. then I think he could win the next time around. But to come out and be gay by yourself, no, I don't think he, no, I don't think yeah. he will win. I agree. I think that he can, like, he will likely, hopefully, be able to win the next presidential run because he'll probably have some more experience experience. And then all the people that are like, what, like 14 now. Yeah, who, exactly. They'll be more open-minded in four years when they can actually vote. But well, right now, I yeah. what's after millennials? Cause we're technically millennials. So what's after that? Uh, generation Z. Isn't that it? Z. I don't know. I don't know, the weirdos. <laughs> but yeah, those those kids will get them in. But right now, I just, I can't see it. Oh, interesting. Daniel and I were talking about the future last night because, so we were talking about like saving money for college for kids and how yep. much you have to save. And it's actually terrifying if you think about like how much school costs, it means saving like $500 a month per child for college, starting at age one. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if you, if you are trying to have, and I don't think most people, I, I mean, my guess is most people do not do this because it's tough, but um, if you can save basically $500 a month starting at one years old by the time they're 18 and graduating you'll have saved up 
almost enough money for all four years. But here's the thing. That's college right now. So then we were talking about, well, what is college going to cost, you know, 18 years from now? Because think about 18 years ago. Like, it definitely wasn't as expensive as it is now. <clears throat> so that was kind of a scary thought. Very scary. But then I was like, well, maybe Bernie Marcus will become president and maybe he'll make more college free and maybe our kids will go to college for free. Doubtful, though. Well, no, I think he'll try. But even if he gets that pass, by the time your oldest, being Leo, by the time he's able to go to college, it'll be like three more presidents before then. So. Right. Who knows where our world will be? <laughs> yeah. They'll probably just revoke everything and go back. But that is, that's a lot of money. Isn't it? That's for one kid. Whew. But here's the thing. My thought is like, okay, if you start saving that now and you're able to put that away and get used to that, even when you have like more kids, if you can't increase it too much, at least you still have a good chunk of money to, to start sending people off i don't know it's a it's a very stressful thought thinking about well then i mean a couple of your kids will a couple of them maybe not foreshadow too much at least one of your kids will get a scholarship or something if not athletics and you know academic scholarship i don't know why that word was so hard for me to say huh I said, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> so, yeah, you, it's not, I mean, it's daunting, I would imagine. Obviously, I don't know, but they'll get a scholarship, especially the girls, because girls are, you know, they care more about school, so. Yeah, but there's more girls who go to college, so it's actually. Like, well, just no. get them to play, like, softball. You know, there was, mm, I think I told you this before, softball. it was like. $15, $16 million worth of scholarships for females left on the table. What? In sports. Yeah, because they didn't take them. Because girls, they either stopped playing or... It was like 15 to $16 million worth of scholarships for female athletics. And that was last year. The year before, it was 10 That's sad. Well, that's what I tell everybody with daughters. Just put them in golf, softball, something. <laughs> Even make if they suck. The most random, yeah, make them play, like, the weirdest instrument, like the, I don't know. Um, Tuba? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, an example. So if you're listening out there, give your girls a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> In ninth grade, get yeah, them a tuba. what they do. Even if they suck, they're just giving that money away because nobody's taking it. So tell your girls to do something, and they can get free college. I was blown away by that. In seventh grade, I played the bass, like, you know, the big, big, big bass. And <laughs> it's a heavy ass instrument. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just didn't bring it home, as you can imagine. The girl <laughs> who played with me, there are just two of us. She continued to play it throughout high school and she went to Juilliard on a scholarship and played. I think she still plays. That's what I'm saying. They're giving that money away. You make a great point, Will. I'm just trying to look out for all the daughters out there. Maybe I'll put Leo in dance and kind of do like the reverse of what you're saying right mm. now. A lot of men in dance. So, though, if actually when you're in that world, it feels like there are a lot of men. I would suggest you run that by Leo's dad. I feel like that may be, that may be a dinner conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dance is a good thing skill to have in life everyone it is dance it i went to drama classes in school just because the girls were there it wasn't even a class of mine i would just go after school mm -hmm. to shoot my shot mm -hmm. i would get rejected a lot but i was just happy to be there because the girls in drama were beautiful why didn't you like actually join in and be part of drama club you That's did. exactly what the, the teacher said. He wanted me to do it. But my friends outside of there would have beaten me up a lot. Wow. So because of peer pressure, you didn't follow your dreams. You could have been in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't follow your dreams. Yeah, well, it was that. Because of peer pressure, you're not going to the Oscars this year. That's a very good point. I 
think I would have had a good chance to be nominated. Seriously. Yeah. But girls got me there. I blew it. I blew it. Speaking of blowing it, well, this is, that's terrible. That's a horrible transition. Yeah. Out of what you're about to say. No, no, it's not. It's not obscene. I, I try not to do that unless I actually have to. Um, Lee Wing, Wing Ling, he's a doctor, the one that blew the whistle on coronavirus. Oh, uh huh. He died. Oh, what? Wait. Yeah. You mean the one who blew the whistle, the one who discovered it? Well, it's been around forever, but he he told people that it's back in a real way. He died a couple of days ago at thirty four. Because he had it? Yeah. And I was a little shocked that that wasn't on the news. But uh, then I thought about it. It is in China. So they control everything. Yeah. But yeah, he died. He's, they say he's been in critical condition for like a week or two. But he, he died. They just didn't tell people. This virus, I just feel like I'm... I don't know. I have such mixed feelings about it. Like, okay... How much worse is it than the flu, really? But it has to be worse, I guess. If people, but people die from the flu as well. A lot, yeah. There was a four-year-old that just died. Oh, mm, I'm sure this will this will help you on your soapbox. There was a, a mother who refused to give her four-year-old Tamiflu because <laughs> inside vaxxers told her, "No, give him that," and um, and he died. And when I read that story, I was just like, Colette would lose her shit if she, <laughs> if she mm-hmm. I would like was, to talk to that mom now. I don't think she's taking interviews. I oh. called her to try to get her on the podcast. She said no. But yeah, so I just think Corona just is like an enhanced version of the flu, I guess. It just moves faster. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like a more heightened severe form of it because it's a respiratory infection it has the same kind of symptoms i'm reading or looking at an article about it right now and um basically the death toll near 640 as americans as hundreds of more americans are evacuating from china but in here it does say that he died but it's also talking about how there is a plane of passengers leaving China and they have to go through a 14 day quarantine. 14 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mm. seem like a long enough time, right? No, no, that's not long enough at all. <laughs> also, it can... this stuff freaks me out. I feel like there's movies about this. Well, there's lots of movies. Isn't Sandra Bullock in a movie where everyone like disease is, Outbreak? Quickly. What is is it Outbreak? I know Outbreak had the monkey, and it killed a lot of people really quick. I don't know if she was in it. Uh, I know Dustin, Dustin Hoffman was in it. I remember that, but I don't know who else was. I don't know. You see, like, the worst of people, how people will turn on others, which... Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what's funny is the Simpsons, who have been pretty accurate with all their predictions. They had an episode about coronavirus in 1993. Really? Yep. They predicted a lot of stuff on the Simpsons. It's, it's kind of, once you sit back and look at it, it's really weird how much stuff they got right. Um, I remember they had Donald Trump being president on an episode in the 90s. What? Yes. The Simpsons, yes. It's a real thing. I don't know who writes for him, but he's he's in tune. He knows what's going on. But they had an episode about investigating into that. Yeah. Once once we're done, you Google it and you'll see they've gotten like five major things correct. And I'm talking like 20 years ago. Do you think it's because they're putting it out into the universe and they're putting the idea in people's heads? So then it's more accepted. Or do you think someone time traveled to the future? And now (laughs) I believe both things, actually, that's what. Yeah. I could see both things happening. That is really crazy. I am yeah. have to do some investigating into that. I remember the first thing I saw from The Simpsons, they had a there was a magazine. Bart was I forgot what he was doing, but it was a magazine, it was two magazines. One had World Trade Center and the other one had like nine eleven on it. <laughs> and this was 
Weird. Probably like ten years before it even happened. And it's on it's online, but Bart was doing some kind of school project and it had World Trade Center and then it had nine eleven under it. Or no, the trade centers formed the eleven and then there was a the number nine and I forgot what his project was about. But yeah, that was on there, Donald Trump, coronavirus. It's eerie, man. That is really strange. That's, yeah, that's creepy. That almost makes me want to watch The Simpsons to know what the future holds. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wow. Time traveler, though. I believe that one. I'll go with that. I mean, really, that makes me think that time travel is a real thing. And someone, someone who writes for Simpsons went to the future and is coming back with good information. They're like, you're never going to believe what happens. People are never going to believe this. Let's write it. Like they probably That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah, they probably only do choose stories where, like, there's no way this is possible. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't believe it in a writer room. I'd be like, stop. That's not going to happen. You're stupid. I wonder what will happen in this next 10 years where people will say that'll never happen. Maybe a gay president? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. In the next 10? Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, but I don't know why that's so weird. Like, there I don't is, people are so not. infatuated with it. Like, I don't I care it's gay. Like, I just... That is, oh, Any so guesses weird. to what our future will look like, Will? Um, nothing, nothing positive. <laughs> It's all. Unless my man Bernie wins. What? Hmm. I think uh, that'll help the economy. He gets rid of student debt. And I think a lot of people just spend money. So that'll help. It would be really interesting to see where the world goes if Bernie Marcus became president. That's his middle name? Our, you know. <laughs> his middle name is Marcus? Marcus? I just said Bernie Marcus. Yeah. That's not his. <laughs> Bernie Marcus is who created um, Home Depot. That's funny. I didn't mean to say that. I thought that was Bernie Sanders. I thought his middle name was Marcus. Because you said that twice, and I was just like, I didn't know that was his middle name. Yeah, Bernie Marcus Sanders. That's cool. No, yeah, Bernie Marcus is part of who started Home Depot. Oh. Anyways, anyways. He's probably not going to win. Oh, did you see Bill Cosby tweeting from jail? No, I didn't. I didn't know you had a phone in jail. <laughs> yeah, all my friends that went to jail had phones. That they kept me up to date with what was going on in the world. It's what? Kind of, really? Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend. Obviously, I can't say his name, but he would post Facebook updates, and then I would go on Google and be like, what? That happened? He got traded? Yeah. You're not supposed to have phones, but they sneak them in. Right. You keep them in your butt cheeks? I guess I I never asked him. I was afraid to ask him. But yeah, Bill Cosby went on a, a Twitter rant, I think yesterday, because of something Gail King did. Gail King being Oprah's friend. Who uh, I, I saw a news headline about that, Gail. Something to do with Kobe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she interviewed Lisa Leslie, who was a Hall of Fame WNBA player, and she was a good friend of Kobe. And she just kept asking her about the rape accusation, which he was acquitted for, but she kept asking, like, should we talk about it? How will he be remembered? And Lisa's like, he went to court. Like, it's, he wasn't convicted of anything. I think we should let it go. And she just kept asking questions, kept asking. And so Bill Cosby was like, this is so inappropriate. Why are you trying to tear him down? He's gone, blah, blah, blah. And yet of all people is the worst <laughs> yeah I, right message wrong messenger um but her and oprah are friends with harvey weinstein and they haven't said a word so i think that's where all the hatred comes from like why aren't you saying anything about harvey yeah agreed agreed they haven't said a word her or oprah i'm just like okay. mm. harvey's case was just decided do you know what the outcome was no, I didn't. I, that was pretty fast. No, I didn't know. I'm pretty I sure I heard that it was going to be like his. Let me look this up because this is going to bother me. Um, it was like going to be back in courts and. 
see if I can figure it out. I know that the defense rest, I think yesterday or this morning. I know they, de- well, prosecution, they rest, but I don't know if they've done a verdict yet. Yeah, they must not have, but I do feel like he kind of has stepped out of the spotlight with that, and I really just think, I, I feel like these these men get out of it, and they shouldn't. You know? Like, he's probably not going to get nearly as much of a sentence as someone well, else would. I don't even think he'll go to jail. I think he'll maybe get probation or something. A little slap in the hand. If that. You know, as... <laughs> Being raised by women and having a close relationship with a lot of women, it pains me to say, but I don't think rape is very, it's not considered like, hmm, how do I say this? I'll just say it. No one really cares. No one cares. Like, it's not a real crime. I, I think that people care. I think that it's people don't believe women. Right. Well, what I should if say. Proof, if there's real proof that someone raped you. Yeah, people, that's horrible, you know. But if you, if it's your word against his word, they're not going to believe a woman. Well, there was a Texas police officer that they had proof, and he was convicted of multiple rapes, and he got 10 years probation. That (laughs) is disgusting. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people may care, but the court system clearly doesn't. (laughs) Women are not. Oh, here I go, sounding like a feminist. But it's true. Women are not really protected. Like, I like when you sound like a feminist, Well, you know, you know, 10 years probation and you're convicted of rape? That's insane. Also, it's not bad to be considered a feminist. What if, like, me talking about how I think black people are unfairly prosecuted in the court and I was like, here I am sounding like a black supporter again <laughs> sound like a black supporter shouldn't everyone sound like a feminist I don't mind sounding like it sometimes is this sometimes I don't want to put myself in that role because then you'll get women who misuse it and then I'll be defending those women too just mm-hmm. like with you like you're a black you support black people obviously because you're talking to one mm-hmm. but when you get black people to do stupid shit and then you have to be, you have to defend them, and you have to say, well, this is that. So yeah, I defend women. Stupid stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But when you, you put that title on you, then you become a lawyer for everything they do. But women are not respected. I will say that. And I'll stand on that heel. <laughs> yeah. I agree. The world, it's not a fair place for everyone. White men have an advantage, for sure. Mm. Mm. You said it. I didn't because, you know. I mean, that's the truth. How could you deny that? White men are under attack, Colette. You watch your mouth. <sighs> you see the news. You see Fox News. <laughs> Speaking. Actually, I refuse to watch it. Oh, no, you can't. You have to be, you have to be open-minded. I watch them at least once a day just to see what's going on on that side. Daniel does, too. I don't you watch, have to know. I don't watch CNN either. I just don't like watching the news. I like listening. I read more than I watch because everybody has an agenda. Mm-hmm. Even the Democrats, they go too far. And then the right goes even further. And it's just like, all right, I'll just read about it from a reporter in like Oregon who doesn't really care. I'll get That's how I get my news. Right. That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm just trying to get the most non-biased... Unbiased, non-biased news possible. It's really hard. (laughs) It is really hard. And I love NPR, but I know that they lean towards the Democratic side. You can just tell that the reporters are disgusted with Trump. Like, it's just funny how even in, you know, they're reporting, like, what he did that was good and what he did that was bad— but you can just hear it in the tone of their voice, like just disgusted. But that's what they have to get out of. 
because you're never going to win with that. You can't play their game because you're not as good at it. These are like reporters who are just sick of reporting the same shit that he does for three years now. I know, but you have to be... You have to be a journalist first. Like you can't lean to either side because then you're turning people off. Right. But I don't think, I mean, it's like being a nurse and how after dealing with years and years and years of the same kind of difficult family, you still treat them the way you treat anyone else, but you get annoyed by it. Mm. You know what I mean? No, I didn't. I didn't. I dropped out of school, so I didn't become a nurse. Yeah, but you. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. I'm joking. I know what you're saying. Speaking it of does. school, when are you going to go back to school to become an OR um, surgeon? I am a surgeon already. I identify yeah. as a surgeon, so Not respect a me. Is it a t- <laughs> an OR tech? Do you have to go back to school for that? Is that what the role is called? No, I'm already that. I know. That's why I'm like losing my mind. And OR, that's cool. who goes back to school and they learn, they prep the OR for surgeries. What role is that? Me. Me. That's what I do. You get all the instruments out for the surgeries? No doubt. I thought you had to go back to school for that. You're supposed to. But, you know, I charmed my way into the position because I'm a wonderful person. Well, if you went to school, would you get more money then? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And that is something that I am thinking about. Mainly because of where I park now at Emory. I just see that campus and I'm like, you know what? I should do this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something I'm probably more than likely going to do. You should definitely do it, Well. Yeah, I need more money. I want to be rich. I mean, if you're doing the work, you might as well get paid what you're supposed to get paid, you know? Yep, says the woman. You see how that all ties back in? Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Speaking of women empowerment, it is now time for Colette's <laughs> bachelor moment. <laughs> we need um, to have some music to go with it. No, next time I do that, I'm going to have like a little thing like a little to introduce that. Yeah, I'm going to make one, believe me. Fire time. <laughs> All right, fire away. Okay, well, I just want to say this. This week was like a Christmas come early because not only was Monday's episode an extra hour, it was three hours long, 8 to 11. Look at God. Also, there was an episode on Wednesday, so I got a total of five hours of Bachelor this week. <laughs> Damn. Luckily, I had a lot of laundry to fold, so I didn't feel like I was completely wasting my time. But um, I will say this season has been a very dramatic season. Lots of cattiness between the girls. One of my favorite characters was the only Asian girl. Her name's Tammy who was really funny and just seemed like a cool girl. I was like, okay, here we go. This is set up for the next Bachelorette. She, you know, she'll bring some diversity to the role. Then she just cracked under the pressure and started really showing not a good side of her this past week and making up. I don't, she was making up things about the women, but then also maybe taking things she thought and, Um, taking it out of proportion, like saying that one girl had a drinking problem and a pill problem, just Mm kind of going, you should, it's never good when you go down that road, hating on people. Mm. Um, And he sent home one of the girls that I had as top three. So my name, (laughs) no, I can't. What if someone is listening and they haven't seen the episode? It's what is it? It's Friday. Okay, it's Victoria F. It was oh. a who, in the beginning, they had a lot of chemistry, and she seemed like she was going to be one of the last ones there, and then he sent her home. But she was also one of the Miss America girls. I think I talked about that last time. There's been a lot of like drama that's been coming from Miss America into Bachelor World, and it's just... Mm. And that is my Bachelor recap. Victoria F. I had such high hopes for her. 
You would probably <laughs> pretty. Have you looked them up? I like most women collect, so you could you could probably say that for any one of them. I would be interested I, to hear your thoughts if you will. I want you to go on Bachelor. Oh my gosh, why have I not said this before? What if I nominate you? Please don't. <laughs> they offered it. No, no, never, no. Why? Uh, I'm an acquired taste. If I get on there and then all, t- how many girls is it? Twenty. Uh, like thirty. Thirty. What if they all hate me and then I'm at the end no, of the show alone? No. You don't just get to be the bachelor. You would first have to go on Bachelorette and be one of the men for the women. Mm, so go on there, get rejected, get America on my side, and then I'll get my own show. Exactly. I think I'm too old, actually. <laughs> How old is the guy this year? Um, I mean, he is really young. It's a young season this year. He's 28. But it's, it's mm. better when people are in their 30s. Maybe I'll go on one that they put on, like, Oxygen or... TV one, one of the off networks, maybe VH one. Mm-hmm. I'll go on an offshoot, but I can't be on the main bachelor. I'm far too old and poor. I don't know. Them <laughs> are in their mid thirties. Mm. I'll check it out. You should. Now probably. Now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch one episode though, so I know what the hell you're talking about. Oh my god! Please come over to my house and watch it. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not. No, because you're going to be really into it. That's like watching the Super Bowl with a woman that doesn't know anything about football. I'll be asking questions. You'll be like, shut the hell up. (laughs) No, no, I won't. If you need, if you're going to watch it, you should watch it with someone who really knows how to help guide you through it. (laughs) To analyze what's going on. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll watch the, uh, when is the finale? Um, probably in like eight weeks. Perfect. I'll be there for that. Maybe six weeks. Okay. We'll plan yep. that. Plan the yep. finale. We can do a live podcast from the bachelor finale. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, we yeah, can do I, f- I figured you would be. Okay. Well, Will, on that note, can't wait yep. to go have our live podcast in a couple weeks. <laughs> okay. All right then. Cool beans. Okay, well, have a good week. Miss ya. You do the same, madam. Talk to you soon. Yep. Yeah. Bye.